Now departed. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Is it you? Is it disability? Raise the platform. Ready, willing, and able. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Don't forget the ram. Oranges! Hello and welcome to Raise the Platform. You're in the studio with Alex. Hello. And myself, Rosie, just the two of us this time. Uh, But we have a really huge show ahead of us today. We're going to be talking more about uh, body image because we forgot about uh, something that goes hand in hand, which is self-care. We're also going to be talking about the social and medical model of disability. Uh Um, And we're also... I'm feeling a few disability rants brewing, so we may have a few of them at the end of the show. It's been a big week. It's been a huge week, yes. (laughs) So uh, let's get it uh, underway. This is Lady Gaga with Born This Way. You are listening to Raise a Platform on Sin 90.7. Hello, you're on Sin 90.7's Raise a Platform. That was Lady Gaga's Born This Way. And last week we were talking about body image and we forgot to talk about what goes hand in hand with body image and self-care. Yes, self-care does definitely go hand in hand with body image uh, because if you have um, maybe a bit of a skewed body image view, uh, what's really important is to look after yourself and have some bit of self-care and self-love. So... um, there, but there were, I think before we go into self-care, there was two questions that we were talking about last week about body image that we didn't get to, that we didn't get to answer. Yes. Um, what were those questions, Alex? Uh, what measures do you take to have a positive body image for yourself? Yes. Okay. And then the second question, so I'll just put them both at the same time. How important is exercise to you? Yes. So, um, so what measures we take, that's, so that's self-care. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring up the questions because it kind of is a good segue to go into it. But um, how important is exercise to me? That's a good question because (laughs) it uh, wasn't very important to me a little while ago. Um, And now it is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yes. Because we're on a mission, uh, for people who don't know, oh, my mic's about to not Mike, sorry, my headphones are about to fall off the table. Um, yes, people don't know, we are doing a thing called Cycle Power where we're going overseas and we're cycling with hand hand cycles. Um, so we've been doing a lot of training, haven't we, a Alex? A lot, <laughs> especially last week. We had four days in a row of just absolute busting our butts. Yeah. <laughs> training. Yeah. But so, I, I've, I've learned fun. also, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But I've, I've learned recently also that, you know, uh, Exercise is important for your mental health and um, feeling fit and feeling good about yourself is really important. Mm. So, yeah, yeah to I answer defi- that question. I definitely <laughs> feel uh, good about myself after working out. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a spirit booster. Especially when you travel as far as you did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because um, I did longer than I'd ever done. I did 30K. And Alex, how many Ks did you do? Oh, uh, I reckon I was probably close to, if not more, 45 kilometres. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. On Sunday. That's absolutely amazing. I can't even imagine going that far, but I'm going to have to because yeah. when we go overseas, we'll be going it's 50K like, every day. Yeah, well, it's 80Ks every day. Oh, 80 Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, poop. 
Oh, dad. <laughs> Language warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, anyway, so let's go back to uh, self-care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are the things we do to self? How, we, how, do, we, how do you self-care, Alex? Um, I think uh, just general hygiene. Yeah. Just, you know, taking a shower, making yourself feel nice and, um, you know, wearing what you like and putting some perfume on because who doesn't like putting know, perfume yeah. on? It's and the makeup. best. Yes. I love putting, I have makeup on today. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we were in our daggies and this week we're all dressed up to the nines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got a cycle powered dinner. Yeah. Tonight, so. good. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so some of the things I do to self-care, um, I'm going to bring it back to, because we're obviously on a disability advocacy show, um, I have feet that are paralysed. Paral- yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I have to check my feet to make sure that there's no sores, um, that my nails on my toes are looking good. Yeah. Um, because no cuts. Yeah, no cuts. Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, and there has been a time where I got cellulitis because of a cut on my foot and then touching my foot on the uh, shower floor where my dog had recently licked. Oh. Um, and for people who don't know what cellulitis is, it's like um, a bug in, in your blood, I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> Maybe Google it. Uh, don't go with what I say, but it's something along those lines, um, and it makes you feel really, really sick. And apparently, you can die from it. Oh wow! And um, I didn't I know wasn't, that. I didn't wasn't told about that until afterwards, after the fact. <laughs> but I felt horrid. I had a temperature. I don't think I've ever felt so sick in my life. So, mm. cellulitis is not fun. So yeah, hygiene yeah, is a thing. Very important. Um, make sure you check your feet if any cuts um, <laughs> and all that jazz. Yes. I think we should go to a song, but uh. After the song, we'll talk more about how we self-care. You're listening to Raise a Platform on C90.7. And uh, this song is... Jordan Sparks, One Step at a Time. Nice. Enjoy this. Welcome back to Sin 90.7. You are on Raise the Platform. And right now we are talking about self-care. Yes. And that was uh, Jordan Sparks with One Step at a Time. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering what that song was. Yes. Uh, so, a uh, few things we haven't covered with okay. self-care, um, I think would be to listen to music and yes. dance, what we just did. What we just did in the studio, what we do a lot of the time. Yeah, we dance like idiots. Just, we do. Yeah. Just dance to have fun. Like, dance like no one's watching, because most of the time people are on their phones and they're not watching, so, especially in the car, we do a lot of dancing in the car. Yes. And singing. Yes. Top I've of our lungs. got busted a few times for uh, belting out an Adele tune. Yeah. It's quite embarrassing. Good yeah. times. Good times. <laughs> Never embarrassed. <laughs> um, another one would be uh, go for a stroll. Yes. I wrote the word stroll because I thought it was kind of funny because it has like a roll in it. So, you know, if you're on your sticks, you're going for a walk. But if you're in your wheelchair, you're going for a roll. So it's like stroll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My new favourite word, really. Stroll. stroll. Yeah. I think we make up uh, new words every every week. Well, actually, stroll is not a new well, word. Yeah. Yeah, but we did that. Um, what was it? It was jam uh, dance. Yeah. Jam, it was j- dance. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, j- having a jam and a dance at the same time. Yeah. You can have a jam and a stroll. 
Yeah. If you're really talented. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do we think? Uh, um, oh, hanging out with friends. Have, yes, having a chat to friends and yes. hang out with friends. I think having good friends that you can talk to about anything is really important. Um, being able to, you know, let them know if something's up. If you're not feeling happy, you, you know, your friends are there for you to lean on to, and to support. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think that it's very important. Very important. I know for Rosie and I, we talk about everything and anything. Yeah. And it's really helpful. Mm, especially because, you know, we have common things. So if something happens that's disability related um, and I have, want to have a whinge about it, like for instance, uh, people, uh, <laughs> my dog decided to eat one of my catheters last night. A lot of fun. Uh, not many people I can talk to about that that would understand, know what a catheter is, but Alex does, so I can have a little annoying, you know, annoyed yeah. rant to her and she gets it. Yeah. And um, if you want someone to talk to, there are numbers that you can call. Uh, there is Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36. Kids Helpline 1800 55 1800. And Lifeline on 1300, oh, sorry, 13, 11, 14. Yep. So if you're feeling a bit blue, feeling a bit down and want someone to chat to, I think they're fantastic numbers to call. Yes. Yeah. So other things that we uh, have on, sorry, on our list? Uh, have a checkup at the doctor's. Yes. I think this is important. I think um, when you start, you know, moving on from uh, children's clinic, so say, uh, so for people out there listening, if you're not disabled, uh, a lot of disabled people um, have this thing called uh, the children's clinic. So you yeah. start at the children's clinic where you see all the doctors that deal with absolutely everything. So, you know, brain, heart, legs, spine, bladder, bowel, feet, Everything, everything. Everything. Um, and then you get to 18 and they kind of push you out a little bit and then you go to adult clinic and sometimes uh, it's very hard to get into adult clinic, yeah. trying to get appointments and stuff. And then you find yourself having to deal with everything yourself and it's a bit daunting. It is, it's, yes. It's a bit scary. I'm experiencing that at the moment. Yes. They, you know, you go to the adult clinic but then they want you to go to other places to yeah. deal with your problems and it's like oh that's a bit daunting because in the children's clinic everyone was there all at once exactly so I think it's important to go to your local GP and have a chat to him about you know how you go about things what you need help with because I know that there's um a GP plan that I'm just starting myself where you can uh go to I think five different places for I think either cheaper or it's bulk build or something oh. for a certain amount, you know, visits. Yeah. Um, and that involves uh, podiatry, which is feet, uh-huh. <laughs> um, which is something that I mentioned before that I need to go to. Need to yes. do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should uh, get back to it. Which song is this, Alex? This is Christina Aguilera with Beautiful. Because all our listeners are beautiful. You're listening to Sin 90.7's Raise the Platform with Alex and Rosie. You are back on Sin 90.7's Raise the Platform. That was Christina Aguilera with Beautiful. And it was beautiful. It was. We're going to talk now about the social and medical model of disability. I have printed out what they are. The medical model of disability views disability as a problem. 
that belongs to this disabled individual. It is not seen as an issue to con concern anyone other than the individual um, that's affected. So there was an example of what the medical model of disability is, is if a wheelchair using a student is unable to get into the building because of some steps, the medical model would suggest that this is because of the wheelchair rather than the steps. But the social model of disability in contrast would see the steps as the dis disabling barrier. This model draws on the idea that it is, that it is society that disables people. Though through designing everything to meet the needs of the majority of people who are not disabled. There is a recognition within the social model that there is a great deal that society can do to reduce and ultimately remove some of these disabling barriers and that it's the task is the responsibility of society rather than the disabled person. Ha, huh, mouthful. Yes. Um, so obviously, Alex and I would probably follow the social Definitely. model of disability. <laughs> um, but it brings up for me um, parents that raise children with the, um, I'm going to say, medical uh, so, uh, model of disability where um, you're, you're brought up in a home where you are expected to do your best and do everything that everyone else can do. Yeah. So these people are normally people who haven't met other disabled people. Because the parents um, want them to live a normal life, so they go to, you know, mainstream schools, see see lots of able bodies, and ex are expected to do exactly what the able bodies are doing. And I think this sometimes can be a problem when um, the person with a disability is trying to do something that they physically cannot do and can't grasp that concept. So I'm going to give everyone an example. Um, I have hydrocephalus that comes with spina bifida, so it's a buildup of fluid in the brain. Um, and that affects my understanding of things. So I sometimes cannot grasp basic concepts. So at school, I really struggled with feeling like I wasn't smart and I would blame myself. I'd be like, why am I not getting this? This is so hard and everyone else is getting it. And it was really upsetting me. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I spoke to more people with my disability who have hydrocephalus, who also had issues with grasping basic concepts that I realised that it's actually my disability that's kind of holding me back and not myself. Yeah. And so I think that's why the social model of disability is important. Yes. Because you are aware of your disability and you, you know, and you accept your disability and you accept that there's things that you can't do, but you still do other, you know, you still do as much as you possibly can and you try and get the things that you can't do changed so you can do them. Mm -hmm. mm. What do you <laughs> think, Alex? About I, these pretty, models? pretty, pretty much the same thing. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't think I can really add to uh, <laughs> that. I think you said something that was spot on. Yeah. What was everything that was spot on? Yes. yes. Pretty much. Pretty mm. much everything. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to a song then. Ha <laughs> Um, this. <laughs> I'm very excited. This is one of um, artists I really, really like. She's from England. Her name is Kate Nash, and this song is called Mouthwash. You're listening to C90.7's Raise the Platform with Alex and Rosie. 
Welcome back to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. You are with Rosie and Alex, and that was Kate Nash with Mouthwash. Now, we're talking about the social and medical model of disability. But um, before we go back into that, I just want to say, if you want to join the conversation, you are more than welcome. We have Facebook, which is Raise the Platform. Um, also, we have Twitter, which is at, uh, sorry, yeah, at RTPSYN. So you can tweet us. Um, and we also have Instagram where you can check out our podcasts because I normally uh, post them with our little Instagram pic because <laughs> I find that it has more views on our Facebook, which is really good. And I can link it up to Twitter because I'm not very good at tweeting. But I can tweet back if you tweet me. Yeah. So I think uh, people out there listening, you should give it a try. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're talking about the uh, social and medical model of disability. And I think, Alex, you had another example. Yes. Um, I think that, um, you know, we want, you know, ramps <laughs> instead of stairs. Yeah. We want things to become accessible so that we can get around independently and not having to worry about, you know, having to research before we go somewhere every day. Yeah. See if it's we can actually get inside this building. And, you know, there's there's people out there, like there's family members, there's friends, and they all say, you know, it's all right, one day there'll be there'll be a cure. There'll be robotic legs. Yeah. And that just annoys me cuz like right now, why can't we right now get some accessibility in the world? Yeah, and acceptance yeah. as well, like you know, this whole idea of don't worry, you'll there'll be a cure one day and there'll be robotic legs before you know it. And it's like, I'm not asking for those things. I'm asking for acceptance. I'm asking for you to acknowledge that I have a disability and that doesn't make me an alien. It makes me still a human being and still I should live in this world that is obviously not created for me. It's not, you know, we, we're disabled people. We don't, yeah. we're living in a world that is not made for us, you know, and it's, and we're thinking, oh, how hard is it to change? How hard, hard is it to acknowledge that, you know, some things are harder for other people and there's easy things you can do mm. to help us, to make our lives easier and to make us feel more accepted in the community. Yeah. A lot of it's like quick fixes as well. So yeah. it's, it's not much effort. Exactly. I think, um, I think one of the reasons why it hasn't happened yet is money. Oh, definitely. With uh, government and, you know, their lack of wanting to change. Yeah. You know what, speaking of um, money, <laughs> I feel like we should uh, segue into a bit of a disability rant. What do you think? I think that would be a great idea. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am... Trying, <laughs> trying be the word. Yeah. Uh, to get a new wheelchair, and I have been trying to get this new wheelchair for a good two years. Yeah. Um, and that sounds ridiculous because it's a wheelchair, and I need to get around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been trying to get funding for this wheelchair, and it's taken this long to get somewhere. Mm. And SWEP, uh, they, you know, fund some of the wheelchair and then they send you a bill pretty much for whatever's left over. Yeah. And my wheelchair costs at least, you a know. A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, like the, you know, price of like 
a uh, uh, sorry, pri- the price of a car, pretty much. Yeah, secondhand like, car. Secondhand car. Yeah. yeah, and you know this is my livelihood, so you know I uh, got this letter this week, and I'd got some you know new adjustments. I got fitted out for a, a cushion for the wheelchair and taken off a few things and. I get this letter in the mail and the the gap of the the cost of the chair had almost doubled. Mm-hmm. So you had to pay more than what you had to pay before. Yeah. And that was because I think I'm not I'm not totally sure, but because the wheelchair that I've ordered has upgraded or you know, got some new parts to it and I ne- didn't necessarily ask for that Mm. it was just the fact that that company has bought in new wheelchairs so that they're selling those instead of the ones that I ordered a year ago two years ago Mm. so it's it's very frustrating and you know I'm trying to get this wheelchair and you know I have to rely on like my dad to help me get this wheelchair and it's it's not fair on him because mm. you know it's so much money yeah I'm gonna like jump onto the back of your disability rant because what really grinds my gears about this whole thing is the fact that if we just got a standard chair it wouldn't cost that much money but you see people out there in radio land when you need a wheelchair, it's more important to have a wheelchair that you feel comfortable in, that's easy to push, that is light so you can get in your car because it's your li- it's your legs. It is your livelihood. It's how you get around. And the idea that if you can just get a standard chair for a cheap amount of money is ridiculous because normally a standard chairs are really heavy. They have handlebars, so people are more enticed to push you without your permission. Yeah. Um, they're normally not fitted for you properly so you're not comfortable in it uh and harder to push and it just makes life really difficult and the fact and i really think that if you want to like get rich and live on a gold mine definitely get into the disability uh, selling things to people with disabilities field because i swear we get ripped off i swear to goodness gracious me that we (laughs) get ripped off because we want a lightweight chair that doesn't have handlebars, that has a cushion that won't give us um, sores in our bums. Um, yeah, we w- did I say lighter chair so we can get it in the car? Yeah. You know, we want all uh, we want um, a cup holder so <laughs> that we can carry our drinks with us because it's hard to carry drinks and walk at the same time. You know, have our drink bottles with us when we're pushing up a giant hill and want some water. Um, and I just don't think it's a big ask that we want to get this chair and not have to pay an an arm and a leg and sell our kidneys to get. It's just ridiculous. So, and I think that sometimes funding don't understand the meaning of funding. They're like, yeah, you can have this amount of money, but, you know, that's going to get you, like, the base of your wheelchair. Yeah. The rest you're going to have to pay for. And you're like, thanks. Thanks, guys. And what, like, there was an add-on that I wanted, like the cup holders. Mm. That was probably the one add-on that I wanted. And they said, sorry, we can't give that to you. You'll have to source that yourself. Mm. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just for the place that you're going to as well, like 
the wheelchair itself that they that they said uh, how much money it is, is was more expensive than the wheelchair that I got, and I paid my wheelchair outright. So like, why is it that other companies can change their prices when you're basically getting all the same thing? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. I think we should calm down and uh, <laughs> go to the next on our playlist, which. Is one of our favourites. It's pink. Yay! Uh, this is Raise Your Glass. You're listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7 with Alex and Rosie. Welcome back to Sin's 90.7's Raise the Platform. That was pink with Raise Your Glass. Ugh, love that song so much. Yeah. Mm. We're going to go into uh, my disability rant now <laughs> because... Uh, this is something I have been experiencing a lot lately, and I think, Alex, maybe you have been as well. Um, and that is um, the idea of having money <laughs> versus being happy. Um, so uh, I do, obviously, community radio with Alex, yeah. uh, and we are volunteers here at SIN. <laughs> so we don't get paid to do this, but um, we love it. This is like the dream. You know, listening to songs that you love, getting to talk about issues that you feel strongly about, meeting other people with disabilities, which I meet, which we meet uh, with Raise the Platform. Um, and so, you know, this is a love and makes me really happy. So, um, and I get a lot, told a lot by uh, mainly my father <laughs> about, you know, oh, have you got a paid job yet? Are they paying you yet? Um, and, you know, I'm trying to explain to my dad that um, I'm happy. And I haven't been happy, you know, the previous years. Like, I've been happy, happy, but not, like, you know, really content with myself. And, Alex, we had a job. And at the we start did. of that job, I was happy to have a job and to be getting paid. And then as that job progressed, I became unhappy. And because it was full-time, um, like, you know, nine to five, yeah. It was, and it was, you know, like from the start of the week to the end of the week. And, um, yeah, I started to be really unhappy. And, and then they ended up kind of kicking us out anyway. Um, just if the people listening, if you, if you did work <laughs> with us, we loved you. Loved, we loved the people you. you were working yes. with. Um, but the job itself kind of just got tiring and uh, a bit repetitive. Um, yeah. And so I, I think I'd rather have a job where I'm not paid, but I love what I'm doing than get paid and be miserable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, um, Alex has been trying to look for a job for like two years now. Yeah. Um, and she work she's at a job agency who got given a two, two interviews, two interviews. And yeah. how many interviews have you gotten without them? Oh, countless. 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 So she's done many. it all herself. Um, and the biggest issue you find with the interviews? My disability. Yay! So people look at Alex <laughs> and be like, oh, mm, she's on sticks, she's a liability, she could fall over. Or, oh, no, she's in a wheelchair, how is she going to do this? You know, kind of thing. Um, and that's not good. That's not helpful. No, there's um, nothing wrong with my brain. So <laughs> it's like the, and, and the government, you know, wants to get, the government uh, wants to get everyone a job, you know, kind of they, they say, Centrelink is saying, yes, you know, we're really keen for people to get jobs. We're going to help you get jobs. Um, and then um, they really just trying to put you in anything. They're just trying to get you yeah. in, in any job they possibly can so you can be earning money. But they don't realize that if you own a job you don't like, that's going to impact on your mental health com yeah. like, completely. 
and a lot of them aren't even suitable for you at all. Like, you know, I could be put into a hospitality yeah. job and it's like, well, that's not going to help. No. That's it's not going to do anything for me. I can't physically do that and I probably come out of it a whole lot worse than I came in. Exactly. So that's my rant. Let us be happy within our voluntary jobs. <laughs> um, and, you know, let's care a little bit less about money unless we are getting paid to do something we love, which, you know what, if you are doing that, if you are working for something you absolutely love and you're getting paid for it, good on you. Yes. Congratulations. If, <laughs> I hope if you you're an employer that wants to maybe uh, employ us, that would be great. That would be fantastic. You can reach us on Facebook yeah. <laughs> or Twitter at We also have Instagram. Um, and I think we've come to the end of our show now. It's getting really close. But uh, we'll leave you with one more song. Uh, I really love this song. Uh, for people who don't know, I actually host a show on Thursdays called The Hoist. And I interviewed this girl called Audrey and she's in a band called Audrey. And this song is called, I'm pretty sure, Wanna Know. Pretty sure. Let's look. Yes, want to know, I'm correct. Uh, <laughs> so I'll leave you with this song, um, but we will see you next Saturday on Razor Platform from 4 to 5, so don't forget to tune in. Yes. You're listening to C90.7's Razor Platform, but for now, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>